RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Priscilla Ng. The headlines. Carrie Lam dismisses recent attacks by mainland state media on a high court judge who granted bail to Jimmy Lai, saying it's free speech. The government warns it may have to regulate private events unless the public heeds advice to avoid big gatherings at home. And another man has been arrested in connection with the July 21st Yunlong mob attack. The chief executive has played down concerns over recent attacks by mainland state media on a high court judge who granted bail to national security suspect Jimmy Lai, saying it's a matter of free speech. Timmy Sung reports. Although critics have called the People's Daily Commentary a blatant attempt to interfere with Hong Kong's judicial independence, the chief executive disagrees. She spoke to reporters before going into the weekly executive council meeting. If there are people who want to express a view based on their understanding of the law and the facts and the evidence, then this is what the media always advocate. This is a freedom of speech. So uh, I, wouldn't, I, I really would not see how these uh, comments would put pressure on the judiciary. Every judge has taken a judicial oath and they will not be intimidated or undermined by these comments. Carrie Lam stressed she herself, as well as the Secretary for Justice, have repeatedly made public statements urging people to respect the judiciary, uphold judicial independence, not to criticize judges for their decisions without any grounds, and to condemn personal attacks on judges. The People's Daily had previously described Justice Alex Lee's decision to put Jimmy Lai under house arrest as drastically hurting the rule of law. The Department of Justice later appealed against the bail decision, convincing the Court of Final Appeal to put the Apple Daily founder back in custody ahead of his trials. The media tycoon is accused of collusion with foreign forces and fraud. The CE also denied that a new service alerting car owners when their license plate is being searched undermines press freedom. Mrs. Lam said the government has a responsibility to ensure people's privacy and to protect them from online attacks. The administrative measures taken by the transport department is no more than just to alert the person that somebody has checked your personal data. Is, is that it? So I, I really don't see uh, how this will undermine the work of the media. And hence, I do not see why media should be exempted from the administrative procedure that the Transport Department has put in place. On pandemic control, Mrs. Lamb defended her administration's decision to suspend all flights from the UK, saying it is needed to prevent the spread of a more contagious variant of coronavirus into the SAR. On Saturday, a group of Hong Kong residents stranded in Britain called on the government to ease the ban. But the CE said the restrictions have to be watertight. We do have a lot of returnees from the United Kingdom, accounting for about one-third of arrivals at the Hong Kong International Airport. If we did nothing, you imagine, uh, it would be putting our city uh, at the great risk. So we have to take this measure, which uh, was uh, very difficult because uh, it involves Hong Kong residents and many of them are uh, students or uh, parents who have gone to visit the students and they need to come back. She said the Immigration Department has received 190 requests for assistance and the government will look at whether adjustments could be made. The government is urging people to avoid family gatherings across different households to limit the spread of COVID-19, warning it could impose regulations on private events. Francis Sitt reports. 
The Secretary for Health Sophia Chen urged people to abide by the current social distancing measures, saying people would consider it too strict if authorities regulated activities in homes. She said the government hadn't assessed whether Lunar New Year fairs could go ahead next month, but stressed that such large-scale events should be avoided. She said the current measures, which include gym and beauty salon closures and limits on public gatherings and dining in at restaurants, were working. University of Hong Kong microbiologist Ho Pak Lang also said there was no room to ease anti-epidemic measures before Chinese New Year, and people should expect Lunar New Year events to be cancelled. The hospital authority is considering testing day patients for the coronavirus after an outbreak at Princess Margaret Hospital. Experts believe the virus spread when a cancer patient, who was later confirmed with COVID-19, removed her mask to eat. A deputy chief executive of the hospital, Michael Wong, said the woman wasn't tested as waiting for a result would take longer than her brief stay, and staff did not think COVID-19 caused her fever. He said the hospital will consider providing light meals or try to shorten treatment time so patients don't need to stay for lunch. He said suspicious cases will be tested first or treated in an isolation ward. Police have arrested a man in connection with the Yunlong mob attacks in July 2019. Officers arrested the 35-year-old suspect in Yunlong yesterday, accusing him of rioting and conspiracy to wound with intent. There have been dozens of arrests so far, including both victims and alleged attackers. At least 45 people were injured when men clad in white T-shirts and armed with bamboo poles struck bystanders and MTR passengers. Just eight of the white-clad gang have been charged. A member of the Green Earth has welcomed news of a short-term deal to send paper waste to the mainland, but says the government needs to clarify if it violates World Trade Organization rules. The mainland has banned the import of almost all forms of rubbish from January the 1st. Admin Lau, a senior advocacy officer with Green Earth, says shipping paper waste to other places such as South Korea and Taiwan is very expensive during the pandemic. He said the government lacked transparency over its recycling plans, and this was deterring investors. There is ways to export to South Asia or Taiwan, and there is a government subsidy. The, the thing is, it is still too expensive. So what if China is not buying it anymore? Or if there is a government's plan to build paper pulp mills in the eco park, and it is right now looks like it's contradicting with each other, all of them. And that affects investors to Hong Kong's recycling industry. A village in Shijiazhuang in northern China's Hebei province has raised its COVID-19 emergency response level to high risk, becoming the only high-risk area in the country at the moment. This comes after eight new locally transmitted cases were reported at the Xiaoguangzhuang village over the past day. Another village in Shijiazhuang was also designated a medium-risk area after several local cases were detected. State media said Shijiazhuang has entered wartime mode as part of efforts to curb the spread of the virus. Another COVID-19 lockdown has come in across England. Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the restrictions were needed to control the new variant of coronavirus. Mr. Johnson said people should stay at home except for a handful of reasons such as medical appointments and essential shopping. The weeks ahead will be the hardest yet, but I really do believe that we're entering the last phase of the struggle because with every jab that goes into our arms, we are tilting the odds against COVID and in favour of the British people.
The governors of the American states of New York and Florida have warned hospitals they must administer coronavirus vaccines more quickly. In New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo said hospitals must deliver the shots within a week of receiving them or face a fine and loss of future supplies. From the day you receive the allocation, you have seven days to use that allocation. This is a very serious public health issue. And Department of Health, uh, Commissioner Zucker, is uh, very firm about making sure the hospitals step up and deliver here. In Europe, there has been sharp criticism in France, Germany and the Netherlands about vaccination delays. The EU admits that limited production capacity has created bottlenecks. And it's not just the greater virulence of the new COVID variant and masked in Britain that is worrying medics and researchers across the world. There are growing concerns, too, that a mutation of the virus seen in South Africa may prove partially resistant to the inoculations that have been developed. Researchers are now urgently waiting for new data to see if the vaccines will be needed to be adjusted, which is possible. The BBC's Andrew Harding reports from Johannesburg. For weeks now, South Africa has been wrestling with an aggressive new wave of COVID-19. The virus here has mutated to make it much more transmissible, very much like the British variant. So far, there's no evidence that the virus has become deadlier. But scientists in South Africa are now racing to establish whether the mutations may have affected the virus's ability to resist current vaccines. There's no hard evidence either way yet, but the concern arises from the fact that the virus here has mutated more than the one in Britain, and one of those mutations is linked to its ability to connect to antibodies. If that ability to connect is weakened, then the vaccine might not work so well. Experts here are carrying out urgent tests and say they should know if that's an issue within a matter of weeks. But they also point out that it should be relatively quick and easy to adjust the vaccines. What's more, they say, the current vaccines would still have some effect in neutralizing South Africa's variant of COVID-19. President Donald Trump has made a final pitch to voters in Georgia on behalf of two Republican Senate candidates. Today's state runoff elections will decide whether the party keeps control of the upper chamber of the U.S. Congress. At an event in the city of Dalton, Mr. Trump said if Democrats took the Senate, their radical policies would be unchecked. He opened the speech by insisting he won the state in the 2020 elections. I want to thank you very much. Hello, Georgia, by the way. There's no way we lost Georgia. There's no way. The rigged, that was a rigged election, but we're still fighting it, and you'll see what's going to happen. Earlier, the U.S. president-elect Joe Biden appealed to voters to vote in record numbers. The New York Stock Exchange has announced it will no longer remove the mainland's three major telcos, China Mobile, China Unicom and China Telecom. It comes days after the board said it would delist, delist the companies to comply with President Trump's executive order that bans trading on firms identified by Washington as having links to the Chinese military. The stock exchange explained that the U-turn was the result of further consultation with relevant authorities. The Hong Kong listed shares of the firm 
demand surged up to 9% following the announcement. And a short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was trading at 27,430 points. That's 45 points down on the previous close. And a short while ago, the euro was trading at 1 US dollar and 22 cents. The greenback was at 103 yen and the pound was worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 53 cents. And now to sports, here's Adam Jung. We start with football and a big win for Southampton in the English Premier League. Ings lob with his left foot and it's found the far corner and Southampton have the lead with less than two minutes played. The free kick was clever from Ward-Prowse and the finish from Ings was absolutely exquisite. Danny Ng scored early at St. Mary's and Southampton held on the rest of the way to secure a 1-0 victory over the leaders Liverpool. The Saints moved up to sixth in the table. Manager Ralph Hasenhurdle called it a perfect performance by his side. I mean, you see our guys uh, fighting today with everything they have, uh, then you are really proud of, of what we did today. But uh, yeah, you need to have a perfect game and I think we had the perfect one today. If you want to win against such a team, you must run more, you must fight more. And I don't know when I was starting believing that we can take something. I think it was in the in the 92 minutes, I think, when, you, when I thought, OK, maybe it can, can be something for us. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the guys are happy, I'm happy. And it was a perfect evening for every Southampton fan today, I think. Liverpool have gone winless in three straight Premier League games. They remain top of the table on goal difference over Manchester United, who have a game in hand. The Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp says his team failed to execute against a familiar opposition. The good thing about Southampton, you know exactly what you get. So it's not, you can, you actually cannot be surprised, but we looked surprised still. Um, and Credit to Southampton, they do really well, but it's still not rocket science, it's only football, and we should have done much better in these moments. The Footballers' Union in Uruguay has launched an attack on the English FA for suspending the Manchester United striker Anderson Cavani over a social media post. The BBC's Paul Saris reports. Uruguay's Players' Union has called on the English Football Association to overturn Manchester United striker Edinson Cavani's three-match ban, which they say is discriminatory against him and Uruguayan people. The Manchester United striker was fined $137,000 and banned for a social media post containing a Spanish word that is offensive in some contexts. In the NBA, Yanis Antetokounmpo scored 43 points to help the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Detroit Pistons 125-115 to move above the 500 mark for the first time this season. The reigning MVP had 30 points by halftime. The Bucks improved to 4-3. The Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Charlotte Hornets 118-101. Joel Embiid had 14 points and 11 rebounds for the Sixers, who now topped the league with six wins from seven games. And that's your look at sports. Thank you, Adam. And that wraps up the news from RTHK. I will help fight the virus. I will protect Hong Kong. The government has launched the Leave Home Safe mobile app for everyone to download and keep visit records. Use the app to scan QR codes of venues taking part. Press the Leave button when you leave. Visit records will only be kept in your phone. If you went somewhere visited by a confirmed patient around the same time, the app will automatically alert you and give health advice. Use the app together. Feel at ease when going out. Let's fight the virus. Scan with Leave Home Safe. Fight the virus. Stay vigilant. 
if you think you have a higher risk of COVID-19 exposure or experience discomfort. You can collect specimen bottles for free testing from designated public clinics. Meanwhile, the government will arrange free testing for targeted groups. To minimize the risk of community transmission, we should take the initiative to get tested. Together, we must fight the virus. Stay vigilant. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details. Let's go round again. 